Hi, I'm Dave Westberg, and you're listening to Billboard Insider Podcast, where I interview industry leaders about trends impacting the U.S. out-of-home advertising business. This podcast is sponsored by Adomni. Adomni, increase your revenue today by listing your digital billboard on Adomni. Today's podcast guest is Melody Roberts, the founder of Out of Home Creative, an out of home ad design firm. Welcome to the show, Melody. Thank you for having me, Dave. Melody, a lot of things went on in 2020. How did COVID impact your business? Probably like most, I had a downturn through probably June. And then in July, I started seeing an uptick in requests and reaching out to clients and billboard companies, trying to work with them on how we could really use digital to target some businesses and get them out there, whether it was in kind or paid. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really worked with a lot of digital outdoor companies on campaigns like that. Hmm. By the end of the year, things started picking up. I started really seeing a turn, which was great. And because my clients are all over the country, it was a very different outlook mm -hmm. than just being in one specific market. And so with that, we were all kind of sharing that we were seeing an increase in business. Mm -hmm. And now as the new year started, it's completely different. I've, I've been very busy with work. And mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for that. And so it's a completely different turn going into 2021 for me so far. What are you trying to do differently as you enter the new year? Every year I try and offer you know my clients a better creative experience. And that means challenging myself to do better work. I think that what I saw last year and years past, but last year mostly is it's coming down to something pretty simple. And that's just how we engage with our clients and working with companies. That means teams and leadership. Mm -hmm. What I've seen is a lot of emails and texts are equaling lots of dialogue and miscommunication. Mm -hmm. And what we just went through in 2020, rolling into this year, I think that right now people need to know you're there. Mm -hmm. There's so much more nuance, I think, that, that occurs in a voice or in an in-person as opposed to email right. or text. There's so much more nuance. Right. Yeah, I agree. How do we give our out-of-home clients a better creative experience? I would definitely say by talking directly to the client mm -hmm. uh, about their creative. One of the a recurring issue across my desk is that I'm being contacted by a business after they have hired a designer or the outdoor company offered to do the creative mm -hmm. and the client is not happy with the outcome. And uh, don't get me wrong, I, I welcome the work, but you'd be surprised to know that most of the client's frustration is because they couldn't talk to a designer. And hmm. by this time, they've gone through several revisions. They're frustrated going back and forth. And they're running up against their posting date. And now they're contacting me to start the process all over again. And I'm challenged to make it a better creative experience than they just had. So for me, it's really engaging and talking with your clients. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the ways, if you're not talking with a client, what are some of the things that can happen? How can the creative design process go awry? What I've learned is that this can come from companies who may not allow their designer to speak to the client directly. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't have the bandwidth to offer this, or they allow them to talk to them 
once they go beyond a certain number of revision mm-hmm. and other situations I've worked with, a de- you know, a client where the designer didn't understand how to design outdoor advertising hmm. or the client emailed the AE instead of talking with them and they couldn't articulate what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And all of this can make the creative process really frustrating when clients are looking to us to come up with ideas. I think that probably most often we've all, we've all felt this, that the client just may not be willing to listen hmm. when we explain what they want won't work for out of home. And I think that the latter can be hard to explain over email or text. You know, I promise it's easier to discuss during a call because that's when you can engage with open dialogue, talk to them about their ideas and explain how their advertising will be best represented using our medium. Mm -hmm. You know, right now we have a lot of face-to-face limitations. If we're not calling them, you know, we could still do Zoom and some clients may be willing to meet in person at, at this point. Yes. Why should an out-of-home customer speak directly to the designer? Well, I think we all have clients who get outdoor advertising and yep. clients who want it the way they want it. Mm-hmm. Whatever client we have, I always recommend talking to them because, I mean, especially if they're not happy with their creative. And we're not going to win them all. And I've done creative I'm not proud of because the client handcuffed me. We should never stop talking to our clients and giving them more than they expect Yeah, and discussing with them why and how something they want may not translate best for out of home. The focus should be on how we can build their brand beyond their expectations. Mm-hmm. So if you're working with a designer who understands our industry and how to design it, they should know what to do. Yes. And it may end up being something completely different than where they the call started. Melody, it's a, it's a really, to me, it's a tension between pushing the client, encouraging the client to do the right thing. And, you know, I, I always remember Tito's Vodka wanted to run an ad and the Reagan people finally said, look, we'll run that ad for you, but we want you to sign right. a piece of paper saying that's not going to work. That is a big tension, isn't it? Telling someone that's not going to work without insulting them or making them angry. But yet you, bad creative, I can remember Jim Moravik saying, the reason out-of-home fails is bad creative. And so you've got to have good creative for out-of-home to succeed. So it's a real tension, isn't it? It's a, it really is. But I'm able to say this because I'm you know, working through my own company. And so when clients do contact me directly, versus me working with an out-of-home company and it's going to the salesperson, which is fine too. When I get on a call with a client and I see what they want, I will go over with them literally why this won't work. And I too have had clients, you know, sign something or <laughs> recommend it to the out-of-home company. Yeah. You need to put this on the template yeah. because if an out-of-home company hires me, I want them to be protected that I discuss this with the client. We're all on the same page. And if they really want to go forward with it, they're not responsible for reprinting something because it went up and the client was unhappy. That has happened. And I think it probably always will because we're always going to have clients that want what they want. And at the end of the day, they are paying for it. And I respect that. But I end up having that conversation with them, listening to their wish list, going through it with them, and explaining that, well, if you have a phone number, as an example, Mm -hmm. are you in a state where you're hands-free? If you are, 
no one can take a picture of that or remember that. And so why don't we focus on your name and then someone can Google your business for more contact information. And if you discuss those reasons over the phone versus email, you can listen to the response and have that open dialogue that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. If you continue to keep emailing your points, they may not come across correctly and you can't really truly discuss why something may or not work using our medium. And so I always show them what they want because they are the client. Mm -hmm. I will edit their version. So it's a little bit better for outdoor. And then I will give them another option where I've taken, I've listened to what they've said. I've researched their brand and this is my idea mm-hmm. of what I feel would be best for outdoor. I usually get them to go with my idea or we meet in the middle and they say that they understand it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's also about what clients are you working with and understanding it from all angles. We can only do the best that we can do, but we have to be at least doing that. So what is the optimum role for a sales rep, what's the optimum way in which they should be involved in the process? I think that including the salesperson on the project Mm -hmm. and on the call helps the overall process. It allows everyone to be in the loop. Mm -hmm. The salesperson knows where you are as far as proofs, revisions, approval. I think it also helps sales learn how the designer asks their questions to focus on really what the advertisement should portray instead of I'm going to let the client write whatever they want on a creative brief. Mm-hmm. I've worked with really creative salespeople who want to be involved. Mm-hmm. And then I've worked with some who don't. Either way, listening in on these calls can really provide, I think, helpful tips mm-hmm. when they're talking to another client in the future. It's, it seems like a good salesperson can't know too much about their client and sitting in Certainly the early stages of a meeting where the client is talking about what's important to them and why, that can't but help make you a better sales rep. I think it does. I mean, I think it also presents to the client that you're working as a team. Yes. That you're all invested in their business and that you're working together to, you know, generate something that's really going to work for them especially if you're working with someone who's never done anything and out of home. Mm-hmm. I think that can be intimidating to some clients. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely been on enough meetings and sat in, an, in enough meetings where a client has appreciated the fact that the designer, the salesperson, and the sales manager or general manager were all present. I mean, yes. it speaks volumes when everyone's you know working as a team Yes. So it sounds like there's sort of a Goldilocks approach. The the Goldilocks approach is the best way for the sales rep to approach it. Not to be too controlling, where you you control everything and you don't let the client speak to the designer. That's one error. Right. But the other error is to be completely hands-off. Okay, contract done, hand them off, and on to the next thing. There There is sort of a Goldilocks just right of being involved, but letting the creative designer do what they need to do. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the client has decided that they are going to buy out of home and that they're going to advertise. We are the ones that are designing it. So Mm -hmm. we really need to understand what their vision is. And so we can walk through that and put something together for them. And it also just 
you know, on the process side of it for sales and creative and the client, it also just minimizes revisions and everybody's not going back and forth because something wasn't communicated properly. Mm-hmm. So once I get one or two emails on something, I'll usually schedule a call at that point because I can see that it's going down a path of we're losing each other here. So I want to get that corrected as soon as possible. It's way better to get to the same place, I guess you're saying, via phone as opposed to email. Let's take a break here for a word from our sponsor. Adomni's buying platform enables advertisers and agencies to easily find and buy your unsold billboard space. With Audience IQ technology, advertisers can target consumer profiles, such as demographics, behavior, and interest, that travel past your billboards. Join the fastest-growing out-of-home network alongside over 200,000 digital screens. Whether you have a Formedco, Watchfire, Dectronics, or PrismView billboard, Adomni is easy to connect. Visit Adomni.com or email sales at Adomni.com to learn more. Out of home, in your hands. Melody, are you using Zoom at all and my screen where you're working with the client and you're showing them something real time on a screen or are you are you doing the artwork, sending them the artwork once it's done to look at on their computer? That's a good question. Everybody is so used to Zoom right now. It's changed everything. Hmm. But honestly, I don't <laughs> I don't do the video. I do yes. the audio. Yes. Because when I schedule a creative call with my clients, I don't necessarily need to be looking at them to talk to them. What I need to be doing is having either creative that they have sent me or looking at their website so I can see what type of branding they already have mm-hmm. and how I can take something from there and use it in what what they bought, you know, to advertise for out of home. And I'm taking notes at the same time mm-hmm. while I'm asking them questions. So for me to be on a video call, the client really wouldn't be seeing me. I literally have three windows open at the same time. Yes. And I'm I'm trying to field all of that. So I explain that to my clients that for what we really need is a creative call, not not a, a Zoom call mm-hmm. where you can see me and we can talk to each other. But what I do do is if the client requested or I feel like it's really needed, if I'm working on like a big campaign, for example, mm-hmm. I will deliver the artwork and then say, let's schedule a time to go through this piece by piece. And I can hear them. What did they like? What did they not like? Sometimes that's a good idea, but when you're working on big campaigns, for example, with big companies, then you want to send that campaign to them and say, because often I'm working with several marketing directors on a campaign, look over this, talk to each other about it, take a couple days to think about how you may want this changed, Mm -hmm. and then let's set up a call and go over it. Because if we knee jerk our reaction to something, then we're not really, I think, internalizing what we've seen. Mm-hmm. And we need to really think about it and marinate on it and then get back and say, I've thought about this. Let's now have a conversation about what we may want to tweak. A, a lot of times clients can knee jerk a reaction and say, I don't like this. But when you actually talk to them and say, well, what didn't you like? It may just be, I didn't like that color or I don't like that font. It isn't because they don't like the concept, but they don't know how to 
put it in words in an email. So it really yes. goes back to the call. Yes. Because I don't, not that I have that happen a lot, mm-hmm. but when I do have that happen, I'll either go back to the salesperson or to the client and say, what didn't they like? And then it ends up being something very minimal. So it, again, it's just, it's, it's almost over communicating. So if I didn't ask that question, then I would literally be restarting and, and not knowing that I just didn't like the red. I actually want it to be blue. Right. So it, it really just comes back to communication. Melody, what benefits are there to having an out-of-home company customer speak directly with a designer? Well, I think we have to remember that it isn't the advertiser space out there only with the creative. It's, it's the out-of-home companies as well. Going off of what we've said so far, just allowing the designer to speak to the client will hopefully minimize revision, make the process a better experience. And by doing so, that could lead to more significant sale or long-term clients. But if we continue to give them what they want, that could lead to cancellations and non-renewals. As it relates to me and my company, it would mean that the client or outdoor company may not use my services again. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's very important to speak to clients directly. And it, it isn't for me about filling out a creative brief. It is about engaging with the client, learning about their brand and what they offer. And that allows me to come up with creative ideas for them to generate business. Any other parting comments, Melody? I think it's just time to re-engage. I think we mm-hmm. need to pick up the phone, schedule a virtual meeting and talk, and find out how we can deliver for our clients, um, listen to their needs and build trust, because all of this has been my experience working with clients direct. Mm-hmm. They appreciate the time I take with them. I really enjoy getting to know them. And at the end of the day, I think it provides a better experience and partnership. That's all for this week. Thanks for appearing on the show, Melody. Thank you for having me, Dave. This podcast was edited by Lucas Jones and sponsored by Adomni. You can listen to episodes of the Billboard Insider Podcast by visiting billboardinsider.com or by subscribing to the Billboard Insider Podcast on iTunes or any of the usual podcast outlets. Our email is billboardinsider at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in a couple weeks.